The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the All This ServiceNow podcast where we explore the latest trends, innovations and career insights in the world of ServiceNow. I'm your host Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer and Co-Founder of Aldis. Hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. Today we have a special guest who's deeply entrenched in the fascinating crossroads of technology and out-of-home advertising. Joining us from New Jersey, USA is Pinky Pal, the Director of IT Service Management at Outfront Media. Pinky's role is pivotal as he's the key owner of the ServiceNow platform at Outfront, responsible for its roadmap, budgeting, development, rollout and maintenance. And for those that are not familiar with Outfront Media, they're a leading player in out-of-home advertising with operations across the US and Canada, and they are the creative minds behind the static and digital billboards that catch your eye on the road, as well as the transit advertising on the MTA buses, trains, and stations. So whether you're a ServiceNow enthusiast or intrigued by the evolving landscape of our out-of-home advertising, today's episode promises to bring a lot of insights. Thank you very much for joining us on the show, Pinnicky. Thank you, Mark. It is it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you on this podcast. Tell us a little bit about your role. If we go into a little bit of detail, I know I gave a bit of an overview of it there, but maybe if you go into a little bit more. As you already mentioned, I'm the Director of Service Management at Outfront Media, uh, based out of New Jersey in the USA. And in my role as the Director of Service Management, uh, I am responsible for the overall uh, ServiceNow platform. So whether it be development, uh, the budgeting, the roadmap, uh, and the rollout of new features, functionalities, upgrades, and all sorts of day-to-day platform maintenance activities. So all that falls under my purview. How did you come into the world of ServiceNow? Oh, okay, that's a that has been a very interesting journey for me so far. So my entire career of like 23 plus years in the IT field uh, has been majority in the area of IT service management or ITSM as we call it um, in our world. So in the first 10 years of my career, when I was working for a few of the largest IT service provider companies like Tata Consultancy Services and Cognizant Technology Solutions, I had the opportunity to work across multiple countries, um, across India, Europe, US, and got a very deep exposure of the entire on-site offshore model, working with large teams and all of that. So I had this exposure on the process side of the IT service management, whether it be incident management, service request management, change management, knowledge, problem, and all of those areas of IT service management. And then, but we were using different uh, tools at that point of time in different organizations uh, to manage our IT service processes. Then my introduction into service management came uh, when I joined my previous company, which was like uh, about eight years back, National Grid. For uh, those of you who don't know, National Grid is a utility company uh, which is headquartered in the UK and having operations in three of the Northeastern states. So at National Grid, uh, my work with ServiceNow started with the migration of 
from the legacy IT service management tool, uh, which is Remedy, a very common tool, into ServiceNow. So after migrating from Remedy, we implemented all the major IT service management processes in ServiceNow, like incident, change, problem, and knowledge management. Uh, we also implemented uh, the GRC module, which is essentially for tracking uh, enterprise and infrastructure uh, risks. So to track, assign, action, and report on the various risks in the application and the uh, um, in infrastructure space. So that was a pretty large implementation, um, and uh, it was continuously growing. I was there for six years and entirely worked on ServiceNow in all these areas. So at Outfront, uh, which is my current company, which I joined about a year and a half back, uh, we actually started pretty much on a very interestingly, pretty much on the same lines. Uh, we migrated from a legacy tool, which was called uh, ServiceWise into ServiceNow. So ServiceWise was really a ticketing tool and uh, everything was there was called issues. So it was more of a what I would say, like a glorified spreadsheet you can think of, where we logged all our issues, and from there we migrated into ServiceNow. Um, so we migrated, so that was itself a project in itself, uh, where we migrated uh, close to 5,000 tickets from ServiceWise into ServiceNow, categorized them into incidents and service requests uh, within the uh, ServiceNow environment. From there on, so we started small. We implemented only the incident management, service request management, and the knowledge management modules within in service now in the first year when we went live and as of today we are in the process of transforming a few of our key human resource processes for new employee onboarding and employee terminations of boarding into service now so currently that process resides in workday uh, so the IT processes related to the new employee onboarding and the employee terminations, we are uh, migrating from Workday into ServiceNow. We do have a long roadmap laid out in front of us, like a multi-year roadmap uh, for the overall ServiceNow engagement. Uh, next in line, again, some of the basic ITSM processes for change and problem management. We also uh, recently procured the integration hub module, and we're really excited about this, uh, which will enable us to integrate with the rest of all our uh, key enterprise systems within uh, Outfront. So the first few basics of those integrations will be with Workday, uh, with Microsoft Azure Active Directory, and with uh, Microsoft Teams, and then there might be other things coming on. So, so we look at Pinnacle, if we look at some of the benefits that companies can expect expect or some impact that's happened from the platform could you talk us through some so let me take two examples and i think um, that would better illustrate uh, the benefits that uh, we have realized in the past and also are currently realizing by moving into the ServiceNow platform right so let's say uh, enterprise risks and compliance so when we implemented the GRC module within ServiceNow in my previous company, and taking this example from my previous company, all of a sudden the entire the risks and compliance team uh, they had a full view of all our open risks, right? So they could use these risks for audit purposes. They could start reporting on them. They could prioritize them based on the actions that need to be taken. And more so because we already had the CMDB in place, the risks could now be associated to specific components or aging assets within the CMDB. 
which was like really unthinkable in the past when we were tracking risks in like spreadsheets or other tools. And that was one of the key benefits and that's just an illustration of one of the benefits. In my current company, when we had the legacy ticketing tool, which was called ServiceWise, everything was uh, termed as an issue, quote unquote issue. Right. So there was no differentiation essentially between an incident or a service request. So now that we are logging incidents within ServiceNow, we are able to uh, track them, uh, report on them. We are able to provide a visibility of them to upper management. We can now group the incidents based on their occurrences or based on the root causes of those incidents. And we are able to plan permanent fixes or long-term remediation plans uh, for those uh, incidents so that they don't occur again, right? So, so this type of visibility and uh, uh, easy management of the um, uh, issues in the entire environment uh, was uh, really not possible at earlier times. In terms of digitization, right? We have actually switched away from creating long monthly PowerPoint slides for executive reporting. And we have we are now on a fully digitized dashboard on ServiceNow. So we report we are utilizing the reporting, the awesome reporting capabilities of ServiceNow and created dashboards which are updated live, right? So the dashboards are always live. They don't need to be, we don't need to create PowerPoint slides. At any point of time, someone wants to look at them. It gives a live view of how many incidents we have opened, how many requests we have opened, what's the aging, and all of those uh, good things related to the IT service management. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions www.aldis.com. If we think about some of the stakeholder engagement, what was their journey like and what was the initial feedback from them? The stakeholder engagement was pretty receptive. At that point of time when we went live with ServiceNow, there was a certain level of frustration with the severe limitations of the legacy tool. For example, the lack of the reporting capabilities, no built-in communication channels, and um, so on and so forth. So we started engaging with different segments within the organization uh, months ahead of the rollout. And I think that helped a lot in creating the stakeholder engagement. Uh, we did roadshows, we did in-person trainings, uh, recorded trainings, and we left ample opportunity for everyone to ask questions. So what is this new thing? What is ServiceNow? How will it help? Uh, we published FAQs, email blasts with snippets. We made short videos just to make things fun and to highlight all the key benefits and the ease of usage of ServiceNow. So once people started using it, I think they really loved it because of the ease of use, smoothness of the flow. A lot of the automated workflows started kicking in, which helped a lot uh, to cut down on the time spent by our uh, service desk agents and other application managers in the time that they used to spend in uh, addressing tickets. So as those things started to kick in, the reception from the overall organization went up really quickly. So how important is it having the right team members going on that journey with you? Because as you said, there's quite an awful lot of buy-in you need to get. And it's hard enough doing the implementation, let alone kind of winning the hearts and minds for everyone else to go on that journey. 
creating a winning team is not just the technical or the functional implementation teams, right? So creating a winning team encompasses the right stakeholders from every group that we need to be engaged with, right? For example, when you have implemented ServiceNow, everyone is able to log incidents and service requests within ServiceNow, right? So it's not just the functional and technical teams and they need to be comfortable, they need to be engaged and they need to feel good about it. So the technical implementation is probably the relatively easier part while addressing the pain points of the end users or the customers. Uh, that is the more important and the um, critical part. So I think what is important in creating that winning team is to be able to showcase the benefits of that service now brings in a very clear and uh, concise manner. Like how will it impact our day-to-day -day operational work efficiencies, right? How will it impact our compliance, safety, the ease of use for the end users, even from a look and feel perspective, right? I mean, it is so elegant to use, people are like loving it. So are we able to cater to the different all the different segments of our organization, whether they are sitting in the human resource team, whether they are like hiring managers or onboarding new people, whether it is the IT teams or the service desk agents, even upper management, or even for that matter, the core people of our organization, of an organization like Outfront, the sign hanger out on the street, right? He, also, he or she is also able to log an incident from his mobile phone that something is not working. So I think all this entire group consists i mean encompasses the the winning team we cannot do with uh, anyone we cannot leave out anyone from this whole thing why why do you feel ServiceNow has had so much success and what are you most excited about with the platform to come ahead i think from multiple aspects one is the from an end user perspective if we think of the ease of use the omnichannel presence right people can log issues from their mobile phones from their desktops by even by sending an email to a particular email address an incident gets raised but omnichannel presence really helps a lot and the ease of use the look and feel of the overall platform and the way that it can be customized or configured um, to give a very native look and feel uh, for the entire platform. So that is from an end user perspective. From an implementation and from a technical team's perspective, um, I think the ease of implementation is also one of the really key factors. Uh, the low code or no code environment, so many things can be done just by means of configurations and not customizations, right? Like really drag and drop. Even you can create a workflow by really dragging and dropping something on the screen. And the automation that it brings in, for example, I no longer need to run behind someone to get something approved. ServiceNow automatically triggers that workflow uh, to get that approval. Once the person approves, it automatically comes into the queue of the service desk agents and they can immediately act on it. Right? And as I was saying previously, from an integrations perspective, the way the ServiceNow platform can integrate as a whole with all other enterprise systems also provides a great deal of benefit for the uh, implementers for the technical team as well as the non-technical teams, right? So say, for example, as we are integrating, that's in the roadmap, we have not done that yet, but we will be integrating ServiceNow with our Microsoft Azure uh, Active Directory, right? So once that is done, we can really automate the creation of a simple ID of a new employee. 
So a new employee is onboarded. The request comes into ServiceNow. ServiceNow sends the request to Microsoft Azure AD to create the account. Microsoft Azure AD creates the account and sends the response back to ServiceNow. ServiceNow sends out the email to the employee saying that this is your ID. This entire thing can get automated. Right, so that cuts down a lot of precious time of our service desk agents, whom I can now focus on doing more important things. Now they can look at other complex things uh, now that they have the time, because earlier a lot of their time was being spent in doing low-end work, like for example, creating an ID or uh, adjusting a password or something like that. Pinnicky Pal at Outfront Media, thank you very much for joining us on the All the Service Now podcast today. Thank you so much, Mark. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.